This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for 15 bucks. An exclusive subscription offer for our listeners, forward.com slash 2NJB, and get six months for 15 bucks. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. In a bit less than three weeks, on March 23rd, I, Eitan Weinstein, will turn 32. Oh. Oh, yeah. And Israel will hold its fourth round of elections in the past two years. If you don't live here and follow the news obsessively, you might find yourself a little baffled as to the amount of parties, agendas, boycotts, and potential prime ministers in our tiny political pool. Don't you worry, though, because today we've got you covered. Who's we, you ask? Well, to try and make sense of the chaotic Israeli political map, we are joined today by Yoav Rabinovich. One of our favorite past guests. By day, he's the chief editor of the super influential TV show The Other Side with Guy Zohar, which deconstructs, deconstructs news items and political speeches and confronts them with the cold hard facts. By night, Yoav takes off his suit and becomes a stand-up comedian and the wittiest tweeter in the Middle East. Tonight, we have one goal for the show. We're going to walk you through all the main political parties on the ballot and some not-so-main ones and try to find one that doesn't make us want to vomit. Oh, that's our... uh... That's hard. what we're trying to do. Um, by the way, what we forgot to say is that if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably are interested in Israel. We have a sponsorship okay. from Masa Israel Journey. Wow, Masa. Yes. This, I'm putting I on my Masa. salesman mask. But seriously, we, is, Masa Israel Journey is an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, um, program. I was on Masa programs. Part of the reason I'm here um, uh, causing such stress and anxiety to know or so check out massaisraelorg slash two nice jewish boys t-w-o nice jewish boys um and that way you let them know we sent you you support the podcast basically Masai israel gives you the opportunity to do uh internships and work in israel uh you can do it remotely you can do it from the states you don't actually have to come here you don't have to know hebrew but if you apply, you get funding. So check them out, MasaIsrael.org slash Two Nice Jewish Boys. Yoav. One what? question. Uh, with all the, those titles you gave me, none of them is a political correspondent. Exactly. So uh, We wouldn't want a political correspondent. Okay. Well, it's your hobby. Okay. When we need a plumber, okay. we call a software engineer. I'm a concerned <laughs> citizen. That's what I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I think you gave us the last disclaimer last time. The same disclaimer yeah. last time. I maybe something about maybe maybe so. And the BB voter in the closet, probably. No, I'm a pro BB, uh, anti BB. 
You're I'm pro-anti, Bibi. I'm a pro-Bibi, which doesn't like Bibi. That's what I am. <laughs> I don't like Bibi, and I won't vote for him, but I'm... You are for, against, hating, not hating him. Something like that. Okay. I think I'm for the anarchists who are for him. I'm for their beliefs in everything but him. Mm. <laughs> the system is corrupt, but... but <laughs> it's so horrible. Did okay. you get vaccinated? Yes, of course. Twice. Yes, thank you, Bibi. Oh, thank you, thank there you, we go. <laughs> thank you, Bibi, for all those phone calls. Which, by the way, I have to say, thank you, Bibi. <laughs> you made a lot of phone calls. I actually think that he made more phone calls than other leaders, so thank you. Phone calls to whom? You need to explain the, the joke. From to, again? To Burla. The, the phone yeah. calls. Yeah. Ah, he made the phone calls to the uh, CEO of Pfizer. He always yeah. says, I made a lot of phone calls to 30. him. 30. I think he said ah, 17. 17. Okay. Maybe some, after 13 phone calls, it yeah. came to 30. But uh, yes, those were important. It is phone amazing, calls. though. I hate being on the phone. I really hate making phone and calls. And he did that for us. At least see? he didn't yeah. send WhatsApp voice messages to Borla. That would be... That's like, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. I'm so horrible at WhatsApp voice messages. It's, you know, millennials do it, actually. Yeah. And I think we're too old for them. So one, uh, a friend call, sent me a voice message, and I sent him, and I said bye at the end of the voice message. And I understand <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do, uh, okay, I got you, uh, bye. Have you a wonderful send. day. But then the conversation never ends. Yeah. And you're in a loop. Yeah. That's it. I send voice messages on WhatsApp. Maybe okay, guys, we have a task at hand. Okay. Not too um, Should we? I thought we, we should start from the smallest uh, party and then move to the biggest one according to the polls. What okay. do you think? Okay, but this? maybe we need to give a big picture to our um, listeners. I'm not sure how many of them do they understand that we are a parliamentary uh, democracy. Not really. I Not really. So, but so, let's so. let's give them a quick rundown. You want to do it? So basically, the difference between uh, Israel and the United States, but the similarity between other democracies is that we're a par parliamentary democracy and not a presidential one. That means we, everyone votes for a party, but for a party, not for a, a contestant nominee, a party, and those parties need to form a coalition which will be the majority of the parliament. We have 120 seats and they need 61 votes so they could form a government with their coalition. And the backstory, when we go to the ideology, is of course what is the differences between the parties. We had an axis of right and left, we always had it, but the uh, issues between the right and, and the left were different. And that's already my uh, interpretation of what's happening is that those um, differences, this right to left axis, when the right was for basically the biggest ideological difference in the last decades was the question of the settlements and the Palestinian uh, uh, conflict. Today, that axis is a bit different and it starts to deconstruct on social issues, on ideological issues, but also mainly on the personal issue of Benjamin Netanyahu. And those, and the parties will represent, uh, if they used to represent, in a, represent only an ideological idea, now there is a big question to what's their, uh, where they sit on the political map regarding that construction that one question yes which i have to say is fu it's funny because they used to kind of just cover it up but i was watching channel 13 news the other day and they split up the 
the the uh, factions as they just put it out there. They're like the BB faction and the Wait, the, against BB faction. What the media? The the media. I don't. The media uh, it used to it. It used to show right and left. It, ah, but you say they I'm didn't call it right. I'm saying today they're not even trying to. Co- they're just saying they BB has this and the not BBs have this. But that's, that's how they called them. But that's because of that dis- deconstruction. Because yeah. we used to have the right on BB's side. We used to have one leader for every side, and they would go head to head. Even in our parliamentary, uh, even in our parliamentary s- system, when you voted for a small party, you you more or less knew uh, who she's going to recommend, which head of the big party. Uh, and if you didn't, that was a big question. But now you... The right, you have parties on the right which won't go with Bibi. And then the construction of those parties are based on that question. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it, it, the thing is, it, it, it's happening in the States as well, right? You had, the, I mean, the last election, you had the Trumpers and the not Trumpers. I mean, yes, there, no but, one really cared about Joe but Biden. That's, but that's a different system there. No, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but I'm saying, no, I'm saying that the, the, the ideology of personality, right? That yes, but even the Trumpers and non-Trumpers, they were Republican or non-Republican. You're talking about what fraction of this, the party they were, but they were Republican. Yeah, but there's this, this what I'm saying is there's this movement that, like, there's this trend that I don't think is so good for democracy, where the big question at the end of the day now when we approach elections, both in the United States here as well, is do we like this guy or do we not like this guy? Yeah, because they say that politics is becoming more personal. I simply, I'm not sure because I wasn't here for a long time. But, <laughs> uh, so. but it gets even more complicated because in the only, like in the right, there are right-wingers who are only BB and right-wingers who are not BB. And then you have left leftists all the leftists you know i want to ask you a question before we tell our listeners who are the parties who is the right you talk about parties which are right and pro bb and parties which are right and anti bb yeah which party you do you have which is right which is a pro bb you have only the um, you mean well, no they're um, not pro bb but you have a smotrich so you have smotrich but that's and you have that. the Haredi parties and the question is whether they are right or not. I think they are. They are because if you know if you know the Haredi people, they love Bibi. Yeah, but they're exactly. very socialist. But exactly. Yeah, they socialist, love Bibi. You say they are right, they like right on the right uh, side of the parliament, but that's only because they're after Bibi today. But if we can agree that Bibi is right, we can discuss on that maybe, but assuming Bibi is right, then if you love Bibi, you are right. No? No. Maybe the reason they love him is because he helps them. Maybe I today I think that the voters of Shas and we'll talk about the vo- I'm sorry that we deep down already but I think that the voters of Shas which is the Sephardic uh, Haredi Jews they are right wingers really yes. the voters sometimes they're not Haredi they're just right yeah but the Ashkenazi Jews okay they're so right wingers on certain issues though that's what in Israel it's also not so clear like there is r- like the the whole um, uh, national security question. Yeah, there's very clear lines, but I mean, On sometimes the Jews, they don't care. Yeah, and they're even anti-Zionists, some of them, or not pro-Zionists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but still. So to answer your question, you have you have uh, Smotrich, and you, but it's not fair to ask because the Likud is such a huge party, right? So, but that's the party today. They you they are built around 
Netanyahu. Yeah. But we have also have to say, first of all, the reason I'm not saying that politics, it's a new thing that it's after personal, after um, Personality. personalities is because I studied a bit of uh, political science at university. I don't think it's... It, That's uh, why we brought you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something to brag about. Yoav Rabinovich, our political yeah. correspondent for Two Nice Jewish but Boys. In, my <laughs> in the first uh, sem uh, semester, they taught us, and it was nine years ago, that politics is becoming more personal. And they said it as a fact. So the, the politics is becoming more personal, but I'm not... I don't think it's the thing... It's the last decade like that it's already uh yeah. no i think we there's waves was, uh, i think there's waves but yeah, there's waves yeah. where there's times where you have like people like you said w a person against a person and then you have like yeah. kind of a battle of the ideologies or the thinking yeah and as and less and less a battle of personalities okay but, so okay let's start let's yeah. start okay yeah, so sorry this, so yes. the 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 small the smallest party that we we go with the polls okay okay so the smallest party that are is polling right now is the Kalkalit. Wait, right? when you say the the smallest, which is uh, polling, is it's because they have one percent and above, right? Yeah. Not because they will probably enter the parliament. Yeah, uh, they are polling several parties, and those are the parties that they represent in the polls. Yeah. And there and are the amount they represent. There so are yeah. dozens yeah. of other yeah. parties, tiny ones that aren't even there's in the about polls. 40 that are going to be on the ballot yeah, so right? we're going to focus on only okay. those that you see in the polls okay so those the next two are in the polls but they almost always under the threshold okay which so, means they will not enter parliament yes because you need a certain amount of votes to yeah but to it's pass. a question whether they will okay yeah. right so the first one is uh your own zalichas party uh the economic party so uh, the reason they're first is because they're, they are the least important because they have a very uh, uh, small uh, amount of, a small amount of uh, getting inside parliament, though that is a big issue because once they don't enter, all those votes go to uh, all yeah. the other parties. And if they belong to one of the segments of parliament, then that segment actually loses uh, those mandates right so and they are they are in the anti-bb yeah so they are in the anti-bb uh group, group. So just to just Club. to clarify that the basically v there's a threshold to enter the israeli parliament if you don't pass the threshold all the votes that you got there's what's called a leftover agreement and they get split up and what you have is saying is that if you're on one side of the aisle, then you're actually hurting your side of the aisle by losing and not passing the threshold because some of your votes actually go to the other side. Exactly. And the threshold is pretty high. It's, if I'm not mistaken, 3.25%. Yeah. So if you get 3% of all the vo votes, you take all those votes to the trash. But if you go a little above it, then you get four uh, seats, which makes you today, gives you a lot of power. Which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's say. the problem with our system. Maybe we'll get into that. But I also want to say that Naftali Bennett, we'll talk about him uh, a few elections ago, <laughs> three <laughs> elections ago, round. yeah, on the yeah. first round. He didn't get into parliament because of 1,400 1, uh, votes. Wow. Which crazy. Is crazy. Wow. crazy. And all those votes. So Could what is the economic this. party? So the, the economic party uh, is... Um, 
headed by a guy called Yaron Zaliha, which is a professor today in one of the colleges, and he was the Chashav HaKlali, you'll have to help me, at the Ministry uh, of like Treasury. Like main accountant yeah, of the so ministry. That's actually what he was. Yeah. He, he's an accountant, a professor of accountability. And, no, uh, but he's an economist. Okay. He's an economist. He's a right-wing economist. A question, a question. Uh, but he basically uh, says he's a right-wing uh, It's like economist. scratching a chalkboard for I'm us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, but if we really... Under, okay, he's not... A, okay, he worked he, with Bibi a lot of time. Yeah. Also as a, the head accountant of whatever. And uh, Bibi brought him because they had the same ideological views, both... Netanyahu was very yeah. right uh, economically, and Zelicha at least was. Sorry, Noor. And, and uh, Zelicha, a few years after working with uh, Netanyahu, decided that Netanyahu, he's, first of all, he doesn't really represent the I'm economic line. He doesn't really represent the ideology, he says, the right wing yeah. ideology. And second of all, he says that he's corrupt. Yeah, but he that's basically, he, he, I mean, he hates him. Yeah, but we have to say that since 2013, Zelicha is uh, publicly telling uh, the voters that he chooses left. In 2013, he uh, campaigned for Shelly Himovic, which is, I also campaigned for, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he was her, um, he spoke for her. Thank you. And, uh, and she's very left wing. She's a socialist. So basically, yeah, maybe he's not right wing. And in 2015, <laughs> yeah, and in 2015, he was for Meretz, which is really the left wing uh, part of it. So, okay, so we have Zalicha with the Kalkalit party. I have to say his name is uh, is not very... Uh, not very English uh, yeah, friendly. Like you want to run for politics, you got to change your name to something a little catchier. And he's also n- probably not enough of a name to bring his own... An but entire it's party. because his name is Zalicha. Um, no one, you know, you just you just can't because of the it. name. Zalicha, Zalicha. There is uh, a racial uh, sense to what you're saying. No, I will not, I oh, will not continue no, this discussion. On. We don't let that shit in here. Ah, okay. We're not. We're we're we're, we're racist. You and, have a problem with his chet. No, you kidding. have a problem with his chet. I will not take it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay. So, okay, so we have Yaron Zalicha and the Kalkalid party. What's next? No, wait. No, wait. we can't talk about each of them. Oh, We're not no. going to get to the end of the we list. Have to, we can't. We got to go through we, them. We, we can't spend just, half the episode talking. You just want to badmouth him. It's okay. We understand. No, but, but, but we he's not even getting any of But why? Votes. But why? Because he's because not he's, important. He's, a, he's not a name. Not because his name is wrong, but because he's not a name. Who will vote for him? It's his <laughs> he's name. a professor it's for his name. Trust me. I, I, I also okay. study political science. Anyway, he science. claims <laughs> he will pass. All the polls are wrong and yeah. he will pass. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's a big chance that he will. Uh, the question is, is he going? Not what, falling for that he, shit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I voted Fagel in the first uh, oh round. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, today you think, b- by the way, Fagelin, you think today that he's like a uh, Crazy with the yeah. vaccines and all, no? Yeah, yeah. But okay. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not interested in him anymore. Okay. okay. So, you know, okay. I put it behind me. Okay. I try not to, I try not to remind like myself of those days. Yeah. An embarrassing <laughs> X. We, you know, we look the other way when we cross each other on the street. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who's next? Meretz? Uh, no, before Meretz, there's also a uh, Mansour Abbas. Okay. Oh, so yes. Mansour Abbas. Now Very we, interesting. Yes, but we have to talk about, I think, and I'm sorry for the achlala uh, for uh, putting them all in a group, but that's the question, what are the differences between the Arab parties in the uh, Israeli Knesset, in the parliament? So basically, you have three main parties. 
and all three represent a different fraction of uh, the Arabs. One is Mansour Abbas's Ram, which is basically the party of the Muslim Brotherhood. That means in the Arab political uh, spectrum, they're religious. They are right, you're right, because they are religious. Then you have Balad, a different party, which is basically the nationalist party. They, they're big, uh, like when they have this uh, leader, the ethic ethos, uh, the yeah. mythical figure, their mythical figure, figure is Nasser, the president of Egypt who fought us on Yom Kippur. And, uh, That's whose... Who's... Uh, Balad. Balad. Balad are the nationalists. They're also right-wing. But, but nationalists, on the nation. like pan-Arabic nationalists? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And on the left of the Arabs, you have um, a Hadash, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, We had Dov Hanin on the show. Ah, so, really? Yeah. Okay, so, so Hadash is the more leftist liberal movement of the Arabs. It basically is one of the reincarnations of the Communist Party. And they have this uh, more vision of a democratic uh, state, uh, together uh, a brotherhood between Arabs and Jews. Under basically. the red flag. Yeah, so, but their, their, their leader is... Uh, is Ayman Ode. Yeah. Who was the head of the joint list. And the joint yes. list was formed because uh, the th- they raised the yes, threshold. Exactly. So all the Arab parties had to unite. But... So now the question is why they de-united. Uh, after they had, they brought a lot of mandates, a lot of votes in the last round. They brought yeah. 15 vo- votes. So the thing is, uh, they raised the question whether they will support Bibi or not. The same question that divides today the Jewish political uh, spectrum is the sh- same question that divides the Arab spectrum. And Mansour Abbas said, I will not... Um, Uh, I, will, I not will not rule him out. Yes, I will, not, I will not rule Netanyahu out uh, for uh, prime minister. And that's after years that the Arab move, uh, joint list uh, was not ready to support any leader from any side. And after they were uh, in the last election or the last uh, few elections, the big thing was that they were ready to support Benny Gantz, the left leader, even though he's Zionist. And now Mansour Abbas also says, listen, I'm not in the game of Zionist, not Zionist. I want, uh, I want money. I want uh, help for, from the government. For my, for my yes, for my people. people. I want to have a part in the political uh, discussion based on um, uh, resources, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to, uh, if Netanyahu gives us more, we'll go with Netanyahu. And that's the Muslim brother. brother. The, and so it, yeah. are there any problematic people on, the, on that list? Is it just Mansour Abbas? They're not likely to get more? Are they uh, even likely to pass the threshold? No. Ah, they, they are. They are likely to so pass. So all, all today, from now, in today's, <laughs> when we are recording this show, all of the... Um, Skarim, I'm sorry. Pulse, All pulse. of the polls uh, rule him out. Uh, other than Yosef Maklade, which is the Arab uh, pollster for the Arabs who works with Channel 13. And he says they will go above the threshold. But he's the only Because one. Because Abbas has, he's very strong in the yes. boots on the ground, like ground operations and yeah, such. But there is a question whether he will... Uh, but but what, I'm, what I'm wondering is, since he's, I mean, in the Muslim Brotherhood, the, a lot of the Arab, uh, the parties that are in the Arab joint list are kind of like on the fringe, right? 
just like you have a lot of extremist parties on the right wing, right? So are there yeah. any problematic members or I, are they more moderate? The, the first of all, I have to say I'm not really acquainted with the, uh, the list. Arab list, but most of the, uh, the people you usually have problems, problem with are on Balad. Uh, now it's Hiba Yizbak, which is on Balad. She's the one who wrote posts uh, glorifying uh, Samir Kuntar, the murderer and stuff like that. And you had uh, Hanin Zouabi, of you course. had Hanun Zouabi <laughs> and Balad, who, who invented Balad. It was uh, Azmi Pshara, who's mm-hmm. today in uh, Qatar, if I'm not mistaken, because he is charged here with helping Hezbollah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's oh, a problem. Oh, a nice There's game. another list with, the, what's his name? Ibrahim something, Tzartzur. I think, I'm not uh, sure. I don't think there are I'm any. I'm not more. sure. But, but it's worth mentioning that recently, Mansour Abbas, from uh, this uh, alternative Arab list, He said uh, that he doesn't support, uh, he used the word terrorists. Yeah. Uh, which is like... Pretty big. Pretty big, yeah. He said he's against the Arab terrorists. Yes, but the, I, uh, I, they say that he used some kind of nuance. I didn't really go into that. I'm not sure it's that big as we're making it. He said terrorist, which means baker. Arab. No, oh, I, see. I no, think he didn't use the right word. I don't know, because <laughs> there are differences in our language and they're using it in Hebrew and they're using it. So this party is the not against BB Arab party. Exactly. Okay. If you're speaking ideology, it's the religious Arab party. But if you're speaking uh, politically, it's the pro-BB Arab party. What's next? On the What is next? Meretz? Meretz. I have everything here, by the way. Okay. So what written. about Meretz? I, I wrote, I have it ah, here okay. for okay. you too. Thank you. Is so it here? Me- is it this one? Yeah. Okay. Meretz on the Zionist spectrum of uh, political parties mm. is the... M- and some will say it's a question, uh, but I don't think so. I think they truly are Zionist, but they are on the left. And the problem of Meretz is because they're so left, they... were never uh, they never agreed to go uh, since 2001 they were not in any government at all because they're too left they did not uh, agree to be with Netanyahu but they did not they also did not go with Olmert so for 20 years they are like the Arabs uh, the Arab parties in the way that they do not influence the political people Uh, discussion in the parliament the influence in the parliament the, yes yeah, not in the government not in the government but because we're uh, we have we have a democracy problem so the government has the coalition has almost um, yeah, absolute power monopoly, over you know, the Knesset yeah. you have to have a majority for every vote there are questions okay but basically you need to have a majority and if you don't have the government's help you cannot really pass a vote basically you So who's at the, the head of Meretz? And so today the head of Meretz is a guy called Nitzan Horvitz. Uh, he was a reporter and uh, then he got inside politics. He, tried, he tried to run for mayor here in Tel Aviv and he left politics. He came back, basically, Nitzan Horvitz. He's one of the three um, heads Only. of parties who were at the IDF's party. Uh, Radio yeah. and newspaper. Yeah, right. Like, um, um, yeah, we'll get to the rest, but okay. it's interesting. That, yeah, uh, I think Guy Zohar, my boss, uh, wrote it in a tweet because he was with all three of them. In, uh-huh. uh, there is a radio station in Israel called uh, Galatz, and uh, basically three, if we used to have a head of parties from Sayyid Matkal or Navy Seals, today we have three head of parties who are from that Army radio station. Radio. But we also have two... Uh, 
head of parties, which are from the those that Navy seals. Yeah. Um, so okay, so merits. So they're gonna they get, get. They're gonna get like four or five. So there's a question whether merits will uh, go above the threshold, and but that's the question every election, every election, and. Um, But usually they pass because they have this they always passed yes but no there's a question they got what the last few elections five, five. six yes they yeah, were, did five. they yeah, get five. six in no I don't think so okay. no but don't forget they were with the Gesher and the Avodah yes, Party there was they a ran will not yeah so but, one but of the but they but they are so just to sum it up they are against BB of course they are against BB and ideologically they are on the far left If we can say so yeah they are to state solution which I don't think is a far left but uh, basically you have a question because one of the they're only like they are very f- it's a short list and one of its heads is the um, deputy head of the army Yer Golan yeah which is very leftist but until three years ago two years ago he was almost the major general of the army yeah that's our left yeah 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 Okay, so uh, now speaking getting, of him, yeah. he's one of the parties to plummet the fastest since the last election, Kaholavan. Ah, Kaholavan, okay. So Kaholavan so, is a big, big uh, discussion. Kaholavan, blue and white. Yes, blue, blue and white for the last three elections was the big party who ran against the Likud. They were only um, invented three elections ago, and they were a coalition of The party of Benny Gantz, who was a former head of uh, military and uh, chief of staff yeah. yeah chief of staff and he was together he ran together with Yair Lapid, who's the head of Yeshatid, which is a left centrist party, and uh, we'll have to talk about him soon who's the son of a the son of Israeli reporter and like yeah. cigars and boots. he was our like uh <laughs> no <laughs> is that not accurate that's uh, I think that's what Wikipedia says I mean. Why no. he likes boobs they like cigars boobs. And boobs in boobs I yeah, thought that, there's boobs. that picture with him in the in the, in ah, the yeah, boobs. Yeah. It's a, yeah there's one picture never mind it's a picture of a uh, famous he, uh, yeah when I think of your Pete I think of the picture of him with a cigar and the one with he I think he's actually it's the same picture I think he's holding a cigar and he's got his face in her it's a not Saruf she's a famous yeah. singer of uh public uh, yeah. never mind never oh mind. come on what do you mean do never you, mind that's the most interesting this is the best part of the election I mean all men love boobs yeah No, oh, I know. oh my god uh, that's a race no I'm kidding uh, <laughs> that's, that's sexist or racist or you whatever. hate black people yeah boobs uh, <laughs> okay anyway so that was a very big party and a trend against BB with Benny Gantz Yair Lapid another chief of staff which ran with BB uh, a decades ago which is named Boggy Elon and he's He was a right-wing uh, politician. And Gabi Ashkenazi, who was also chief of staff. It, w- it was three chief of staffs and a reporter, and a reporter <laughs> that ran against Bibi and got, in the second round, they got even more votes than him. But uh, the, uh, Benny Gantz had uh, one main... They couldn't uh, keep their shit together. Come yeah, on, <laughs> let's just say okay. They couldn't keep their shit yeah, together. Yeah, but the reason, w- the, the explanation of what you're saying is that they had one main promise to the voter and every election, that was the biggest question. Whether they are going to form a coalition with Netanyahu or not. And Benny Gantz said again and again and again, and that's the reason we went to elections three times in a row. I will not get into a government with Benjamin Netanyahu. And after three elections... In the corona he said he said uh, sorry ah, okay. we have 
we have the corona now, I have no way but to go with Benjamin Netanyahu. To save the people. Yeah. I believe him, by the way. He split blue and white between him and Yair Lapid. Also, some may say, I'm amongst them, by the way, but that's an unpopular opinion, that Yair Lapid, that, uh, Yair Lapid was the one that split Kachol Avan. But the fact is, those two uh, parties split, and Benny Gantz went with Benjamin Netanyahu. We'll not discuss what uh, contract they signed, but it didn't work out. <laughs> and uh, Lapid went to the opposition. Right. And the Israeli left was left like the children of a divorced couple. Yeah, so the Israeli left... <laughs> Who do we go with? After the promises of Benny Gantz and the split that he made with Kachol Avan, then he lost a lot of his supporters, which are one for BB and second have a question. You promised to us three times. That's a pretty big mistake. So he's now on the threshold uh, verge. He's still in the government with BB. Yes, he's still in the government. And with, his and campaign he, is n- not BB. Right, <laughs> exactly. He says what everyone told him before. Don't go with BB. He will. Um, yeah, but the the main reason that the government is dissolving is because of uh, this that the, they couldn't come to an agreement on the budget. Yes, but there's a big question. I simply don't know if to get into it. But Benny Gantz got a promise from Netanyahu that he will, they will have a rotation after one year and a half. Benny yeah. Gantz will get the appointment. They signed it. They put it into law. But then Netanyahu used uh, a hole in the contract, uh, pirza. Uh, and he actually, because he didn't pass the budget, then Benny Gantz did not get the prime ministership. It's more complicated than that, but but that's basically what happened. Benny Gantz, with only 15 votes with him, he too he came into the Knesset with Yerlapi. They got 35 votes, if I'm not mistaken. But after their split, Benny Gantz was uh, left with 15. Left with 15. He got into the government with half of the power of government, even though he was only 15 votes and Bibi had 58 together with the Haredim. And uh, um, and now he is at, he barely is, at the threshold, which yes, is like yeah. gives him three, four mandates. Exactly. Most. And there's Many a question Many people wanted him not to run. Right, because again. they're afraid he will take the votes with him. Right. If he doesn't pass, Bibi's chances to get 61 are enormous. Basically. Uh, I, I'm not sure because I'm not that well acquainted with the polls, but uh, yeah, yeah. If 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 one of them, uh, <laughs> it's like Benny Gantz's curse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like bound to help BB. But win. if he will get inside Knesset, and there's also a legal question: if he doesn't, because the law has changed to make him a uh, prime minister in a year and a half, like uh, half a year this from November. now, this November, there's a question whether if there's not going to be another. Uh, um, another government, a new government, if they, w- they won't be able to form a government, there's a question whether Benny Gantz will become prime minister after all. In November, all. automatically. Yes, because yeah. of the law, but so it's a legal question. that's one of the reasons why he, sh- he wouldn't quit. Also, if he, if he passes, he's going to be a pretty influential. He's very small, but here in the system works like that, that even if you're very small, you can be, you know, the uh, very influential. Yeah, so because you need a coalition of 61, Every uh, party that takes you to the, the threshold the of 61, number. so it gets a lot of power. And that's one of the reasons in Israel it's hard to form a coalition. And once you have a coalition, each party, even if it's very small, only four uh, chairs, like Naftali Bennett with only four, uh, yes, right? yeah. four yeah. mandates, yeah. he got yeah. 
secretary of uh, minister of defense right and they got another few more ministries yeah okay so that's fascinating blue and white party what's next what is next avoda so avoda is the labor party it was once the it's they formed uh, yeah the they country. formed the country they're a reincarnation <laughs> of mapai the historic mapais mapai which is ben gurion rabin and uh, But uh, since 2001, Ehud Barak, they were not in prime ministership. Since uh, 2011, uh, after Barak uh, split from uh, the labor, they weren't in government. They were with Bibi from 2009 to 2011, if I'm not mistaken. And now? And now, now they almost went under the threshold. But uh, then Merav Mikhaili, which is also a reporter, used to be a reporter, a Wait, media Wait, but they person. are in government, right? Technically. Now kind they are in, right, right, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Now they are in government. They right. went in they together went in with guns. Again, and the big thing is that <laughs> their basic <laughs> promise was, I will not go with Bibi. That's one of the historical things about this question. It's the question that divides the political parties, but nobody is able to uh, support it. And again, they are yeah. sitting at, in the government right now and their campaign is... Yeah, is against no, Bibi. but it's more complicated yes. than this. The, mini- the secretaries who are sitting now in government will not be in the party uh, next but time. But technically... Technically, yes. You do what you got to do to get the votes. And then what you do afterwards is, yeah. you know, it's another story. No, but... I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but because the thing with Amir Peretz, Amir Peretz, if you Google him, he used to have this big mustache. <laughs> and in these elections in Israel... A year he, ago. After... His entire political figure is based on his mustache, right? You studied political science. Yeah, you know how important yeah. it is. I didn't, but he, yeah. <laughs> he took off his mustache to say, this is my promise to you. I took off my mustache, mustache because I promise to you I will not get with Bibi to his and then he put on And then he put on a fake mustache yes, and he exactly. said, ha, gotcha. <laughs> but the thing is... And he joined Bibi. And I don't... I, don't think he lied <laughs> because his main uh, um, uh, what he, his promise was I will not make Bibi prime minister but once Gantz got into with Bibi and that was a fact it didn't matter what uh, you know what that's like that's like not. Bibi using the loophole in the contract to, yeah. it's it's my opinion as a voter Okay. okay. Um, so, but, but, yes. so the Labour Party now is led by Merav Mikhaili, another right. ex-journalist from Galei Tzal, the ra- radio right. station. She was elected in primaries. Right, she was elected in primaries. But there is a big problem with, with this party, number seven. That's a mm. big problem? I don't think it's a big problem. But number tell seven... Tell us about of, number seven. But, but because you need to understand the political discussion in Israel, I will tell you. Uh, they have... Ah, first of all, I have to make a Gilui Naot. Uh, yeah uh, disclaimer. disclaimer I know Full we're, to, we're going to to discuss uh, a full contest, disclosure uh, yeah Sorry. a full disclosure I know her husband ah Lior Schlein uh, no ah no Ibtisam Marana Ibtisam Marana okay I know her husband from uh, my uh, studies at uh, high school and he's a very okay. nice guy Jewish guy He's a, new, he's a Jewish yeah. guy, a very nice guy. So uh, the, prim- uh, the Labour Party still has primaries. And on its seventh uh, slot, slot uh, this uh, Arab woman uh, named Ibti Samarana, uh, so she passed. And uh, a lot of posts and comments she made on Facebook from 8 and 13 years ago uh, rose uh, of her saying very anti-Zionist stuff. Uh, discussing what she does uh, at Holocaust Day, that she 
uh, drives without care and uh, she, she doesn't wants, stop for the siren and that she yeah and she wants to destroy uh, she wrote city. in a comment she wants to destroy it was an, an interview Yaakov. for a local newspaper actually. Ah, it was an interview it yeah. wasn't a post okay she, 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 she wants to destroy Zichon Yaakov do you mm. think she wants to destroy Zichon Yaakov yes I don't think so yes and I think today that a lot of people make It's different what you say. A lot of people want to destroy Zichon Yaakov. No, I think that today when you have your entire... You used to have discussions like we do now without a tape recorder. And today all of the discussions are on Facebook for all to see. Absolutely. And sometimes you say things, you may believe in them, by the way, but they don't really represent you. And I think... I, I agree, a, I agree, but... She, you have to, she did this, uh, basically like apology piece, right? Yeah. They, they, they interviewed her and she apologized and she cried. Her apology was the most insincere thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I didn't buy it either. Also, they didn't ask her she about. She was like angry. She was like, def- like defensive while so apologizing. I- It's like, if you really want to apologize for those kind of things, you take a step back, you say, listen, I really regret it. I shouldn't have said those things. I believe it. But she, you know, she didn't. She like barely Deflected said, I'm it. sorry. And then immediately. So I don't so, think she actually regrets it is my point. Maybe. I don't know. But the thing is, that, that is the main question regarding Zionist party, like the, which are left, like the Labour Party. What is the price they are willing to pay for Arab uh, politicians to, go, to join them? Because, again, the treaded... tragedy I think of the Jewish state of Israel with its Arab members is that it's a Jewish country and you cannot expect the Arabs to uh, sing the national anthem and to uh, empathize with our flags and symbols although last episode we had uh, you yeah, have we, some Arabs who do but yeah. that's not my expectation and it's not my ex- expectation as a Zionist and also another another well, it's mine come on they're living <laughs> here no they gotta I don't agree I Okay, that's your opinion. I'm saying it's not my expectation. On the other hand... You are offending my basic truth. My no, truth. It's okay. a, no, it's okay. No, I'm kidding. No, but listen, <laughs> I'm not saying... But now I'm saying as a former Labour uh, member even, not member, like a member of the party as a... I don't know. Yeah, I was you were a member of the party. Yeah, but it's not like I was not a party member. You were on the list. I won't, no, yeah, exactly. You I were, was just yeah, a member. Yeah. A, pay, a paying member. And I, I, I was also a head of a branch, but it doesn't... Really reflect anything but uh, the thing is I think you should I understand the conflict and it doesn't mean that I am willing to vote for a party which lets uh, which has politicians that I aren't Zionist I simply do not think that it's such a big deal I wouldn't want to vote for a political member like that but I don't think it's a big deal that you should make it um, but to many people it is on the left so they say you It's a poli- it's no it's I think I think the right does use it for uh, for things that I but there's think a claim that to some of the members a, it's a problem no okay so the there's claim a claim it cannot be proved of course there's a claim because even if I was a political and now a member of the labor party I would say I don't want to vote for such a political uh, yeah. such an opponent but sorry for the uh, I know I'm using the incorrect words but the, <laughs> <laughs> but you understand what I but want to say deal with it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> to, to, you can put the right words on it on me but uh, you I saw the news oh my God, uh, that, I'm sorry that's <laughs> just a genius idea we have to that's a startup autocorrect for voice 
where amazing you, like seven seconds out it just replaces the okay i gotta go aiden you are <laughs> you are a god aiden whether did i say it or did you put it in my mouth <laughs> you are a was god. it my voice autocorrect app okay yes yeah, so anyway you don't you. really you usually when you have those um uh, journalist pieces on uh, people from the party which are mad about you don't see names and if you see names they don't reflect anything yeah, okay but, but of course there i are think it's also worth like mentioning it. that another debate that's from that you might uh, make from this party is whether or not pri- open primaries are good for a party or bad for a party it's a big question i used yeah. to think they are good today i'm not sure but When you don't have primaries, you have an institutional problem for the party. And the, the greatest example to that is Gantz, a party with 35 voters, which is now extinct. Mandate. Mandate, sorry. And that's because they didn't have an institution. That's why I think I have this philosophical idea that the Gantz should have been the institution, but never mind. Okay, uh, let's move on. But there's the, I mean, good and bad utilitarian-wise, and then there's good and bad, like... Exactly. Like Ideologically, morally. it's great, but... Sometimes in the it's end, not, yeah, doesn't it doesn't their, work. Yeah. It, it's, it ruined the, the Labour Party. Okay, who, who are we talking uh, about? Uh, uh, wait, okay, okay. real quick. Even though we're going to the right now. So the Zionist... Uh, the, the religious Zionist. Yeah, which is basically the Hebrew way of saying Orthodox, uh, light Orthodox Jews. Not modern Orthodox. Yeah, modern Orthodox. It's a right-wing party led by Bezalel Smotrich. It's basically the reincarnation of the historic Mafdal party, but I'm, very, I'm really simplifying, simplifying it. it. Yeah. And the big thing about them this time that it, it runs with a guy called Itamar Ben-Guvir, which is from a party which is, I will say, he won't, that is a reincarnation of Meir Kahana's party. very right wing a party that was illegal in Israel and because they advocated for the expulsion of, of Arabs right and for um, a Jewish state in its uh, nationalistic uh, idea yeah. ethnic cleansing exactly yeah. so they were outlawed a lot of friends of Itamar Ben-Ari were also outlawed too Bensi Gopstein and uh, Michael Ben-Ari and now it's a big thing that they are running together and Benjamin Netanyahu says he will welcome, welcome them in his coalition, though he will not uh, give Ben-Ari a ministry... Ministerial uh, position. Exactly. Ben-Gvir is like, uh, just to give you an idea, the guy, the, the, the main bit that's running in the news is that he has a picture of uh, Baruch Goldstein. Had, yeah. He had. Had a picture, yeah. He uh, had in his living room. He had room. it above his couch. Now he has it above his bed, probably. Exactly. Or in the bathroom. So, he <laughs> had a picture <laughs> of Baruch Goldstein, which was a doctor who... Uh, killed 30 Arabs. Terrorist. Yeah. yeah, he's a terrorist. A Jewish terrorist. And he yeah. had his photo on, in his living room. That's how radical yeah. he is. I yeah. have my grand-grandmother here, but, you know. I'm sure she killed someone. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Slowly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women. Ah, they kill us. <laughs> With their boobs. <laughs> Which It's leads true. us to... True. Yeah, you'll repeat. Okay. Oh, no, so, not yet. Uh, okay, Tikva so Chadasha. Okay, so Tikva Chadasha has everything in its story because Tikva Chadasha is led by Gidon Saar, which was in opposition to Netanyahu in the Likud, which basically means it's a new party which took... Uh, which is led by members, former le- members of the Likud, 
And the main difference between Tikva Chadasha and the Likud party... New Hope. New Hope, right? Is Bibi. Is whether if you are right wing, but you're against Bibi, then that is the party for you. But, and I will say it's, it's the secular part or secular... Um, Mesorati, uh, right. traditional, uh, traditional, secular, secular. right wing. But let's talk about them for a sec because I, okay. I've been like, I, they're kind of like the Benny Gantz of this election in the sense that they don't talk much. They like, talk a lot, I think. So Gidon can South you give us a, a rundown a little bit of their economic platform, their national security platform? That doesn't platform. mean I can, but basically, <laughs> basically they, are, they say they are right wing. That says they are for uh the gr- the great idea of uh israel um, yeah one state one yeah. state uh, not a one state solution in the, in the idea that you give palestinian rights but one state in the idea that, that you don't give palestinian state rights <laughs> and uh but basically capitalist ideas uh, yes they are pretty capitalist of? now in their uh, yeah. i think in their um what, what are they that? advocating for cap like uh, economically do we know I can't we, really. We don't put. have time for it, actually. Okay. Yeah, the time around. is the problem, not the fact <laughs> that I didn't read because I don't think it matters. But basically, they are right wing, but anti Bibi. And that's also. Uh, re- reforms in the judicial system also very hard I'm, on okay, that. Okay, so that's the question. When you are against Bibi, whether you are against Bibi or you are against what Bibi wants to do to the, the judicial uh, branch. And they say they do have uh, criticism over the, the judicial branch, but they are not willing. To go against the um, uh, the institutions of the state, like Bibi does, they say that Bibi's criticism is ruining Israel, while their criticism wants to uh, build Israel. Uh, oh, but well, that's basically wow. my. But, but I'm sure that 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 really nuanced message will yeah will we'll pass through. Really, but it's run, it's run by it was created this party by Gidon Sar, yes. who was the rival, the main rival. He was a pretty dominantly could member yeah, and he was once pro Bibi in 2015 yeah. I think he left the political or maybe yes. before he, he was left. a minister under Bibi yes he was the uh, minister, minister for uh, education uh, education and before internal, that, internal affairs, affairs. Yeah. and uh, then he left the political uh, world uh, the political yeah. world for four years then he came back and he ran against Bibi after in the primaries in the primaries but only after a few elections. he lost although he got like 20 something percent which, which against nice. Bibi is not bad yeah uh, but then yeah eventually he couldn't he couldn't last any longer under Bibi so he said I'm I'm going to my to form my own party but what you need to understand listeners is that Gideon Sar represents the main uh, discussion in the Israeli political uh, he represents it because he's right wing he represents everything Bibi is for only he's against Bibi now, he will tell you he's more right-wing than Bibi, and that's a question. We yeah. can open it when we talk about Bibi, if we will. Uh, and he started with, like, 17 mandates in the polls, 18 mandates, and now he's, like, barely 10, 11, and he's, he's in a problem, I think. Okay, anyway, but it's debatable. Um, but we, we, because Eitan is such a bad host... He, we we jumped, we skipped Israel uh, Beitenu. So yeah. Israel Beitenu... Real quick. Israel Beitenu is the Russian. Basically, it's the Russian political party. Though they will tell you it's... That's racist. No, it's not. Racist. It's headed by Viktor Lieberman, <laughs> which is Russian. And, uh, <laughs> and they Moldavian. are... Moldavian. Again? Ah, Moldavian, Moldavian. right. Uh, and because I'm Romanic, Romanian, we yeah. have, um, yeah, we have a nemesis. conflict. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, anyway, it's two things. It's one... 
it's the party basically of the Russian... Um, so it's not the Russia, it's the Soviet party. Ex-Soviet. Ex-Soviet party. So, yeah. And it's a right-wing party, but a very liberal party went for questions of, de- of uh, religious and state. Yeah. And it used to be pro-Bibi, but in 2019, Lieberman decided he won't go with Bibi into government. Nobody knows really why up until today. Right. He says mystery. it's because of... Then he said it's because the law of draftment to draft uh, Orthodox Jews into the army. That is not the case. We will not get into it. But he's the, the reason we went uh, to, to elections. The, yeah. Because he, like Idon Sar, represents that discussion. He broke the pattern. The right doesn't go with Bibi... Uh, automatically. automatically yeah and he, he was says, the fir- when, when Yoav says he went he caused the first elections we're talking the first round out of four that yeah. was because he he he's the reason he was the first who came and said I'm right wing but I'm not Bibi I'm against him yeah this is back in what March of 2000 April well, April actually- April 2019 was the yeah. election. Yeah. Yes. And then they it took time uh, until they tried to form a government. Yeah. From Bibi was sure he's, he'll he'll come join. Yeah. But in the last minute he said no, and that's what. Uh, yeah. Yep. And now we're here. Um. So he gets always six, seven mandates. Yeah. Easy. He has this and concrete floor. He says he will not go with Bibi. By any means. He will yeah. not go with Bibi. He's part of the anti-Bibi fraction. And together, anti-Orthodox also. Right. And that's together with Gidon Saar. And in order to form a coalition, that puts Gidon Saar in a problem. Because if he wants Gidon Saar to go with Lieberman, he will not a- be able to bring the uh, Orthodox Jews with him. Because Li- Lieberman is anti-Orthodox and anti-Bibi. So that is why we will have a problem <laughs> to form a coalition in the next election if it's not Bibi. Guys... If you're confused, we're just getting started. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so now we have the two uh, Orthodox parties, Shas and Yehaduta Torah. Okay, so basically what is to know about the two Orthodox parties? We have two because one is, represents the Sephardic Jews and one represents the Ashkenazi Jews. It sounds horrible when you say it in English. <laughs> we're horrible, a very pluralistic horrible, country, guys. Uh, that's the... I don't think it's pluralistic we, to no, have a party. No, we don't, we don't yeah. define ourselves based on our ethnicity. Yeah, <laughs> except for those two parties. And that, <laughs> those are two Orthodox Jewish parties with the hats and everything you think. One represents the Sephardic, which means they also represent non-Orthodox, non-really-Orthodox like Jews, but uh, very traditional Sephardic Jews who simply vote for them, but also Orthodox Sephardic Jews. And the Ashkenazi Jewish party, with, which is uh, split into two fractions. One is the Hasidic Jews, and one are the Lithuanian Jews. Doesn't matter, another kind of Haredic Ashkenazi Jews. What is to know about them is that the, uh, basically the members only represent the big rabbis, and that they will go with Bibi no matter what. Even though now, for the first time, they are saying we are not in Bibi's pocket, but... Nobody believes that. Nobody believes and that. And they always get together those two parties, like 14, 15 yes. mandates between the two of them. Uh, yeah. And they say the greatness of Bibi is the way he was able to make them an automatic part of the Likud. They will always go with Bibi. They are in his pocket. And as far as uh, their political agenda, they are... They, so that's a question. Regarding the separation of, of uh, religious and state, they are very right-wing. Regarding Zionist They're agenda... They're not necessarily right-wing. They're against Israel, it. 
No, they are first. Uh, they are for religious and state. Yeah, they're against separation. Of, exactly. Of, yeah. And I would say in Israel, that's a right wing. They're uh, also against uh, bar mitzvahs for dogs. They are against it. I don't know why. It's <laughs> very funny to give bar mitzvah to a dog. And I also uh, circumcised mine. Your dog. But if you give he needs to be Jewish. If you give your dog like a bar mitzvah, he's like, he's like 80 at that point. You, do, you it do it in dog, dog years? You do it in dog years. Ah. Come on, Nathan. So wait, what are we, two? monsters? We're two? not re- we were not reformers. <laughs> we're not re- reformed. We don't do it in really 30. Anyway, uh, so um, <gasps> economically, they are very... Left. The big question, the thing is, they are in Bibi's pocket. And it was always the question, who is willing to give the Haredim more? And it still is a question whether there is someone on the left who is willing to give them more and then maybe they will go yeah. with him. But on the social level or whatever you will call it, on anthropological level, you can say that the, the ones who vote for Shas are really for Bibi. And I think that the Orthodox Jews, some will say that today the street, uh, the Orthodox Ashkenazi Jews are also for Bibi. But uh, I'm simply not sure. Okay, and next we have Bennett. So Bennett... The right-wing party, he calls himself, or right-word. Right-word. So Bennett... Again, we will... Do we tell his story? Uh, Bennett was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do we tell his story? Uh, Okay. The origin story, yeah. Well, it's not that interesting. Anyway, so it's a very... uh, Tragic. It's it's not only a tragedy, but it's a a very non... uh, If... Every other political party, I can say they are they represent this, they represent that. Bennett was once the head of the religious party, the Orthodox religious, the modern religious party, yeah. right? Uh, but he w- always wanted to become more uh, pan-Israelian, mm-hmm. like more... Uh, consensus. A consensus one. So he left the religious party and formed a new party, which is called Rightwards. And there's a question whether it is a... Uh, a modern orthodox party or simply a a right-wing party Mm -hmm. a secular party Mm -hmm. he says it's for all Uh, anyway because you can't really put a finger what is the difference in ideology between him Bennett the great uniter exactly that's what he calls himself today but (laughs) every politician calls himself today the great uniter (laughs) there aren't really ideological differences between Bennett Netanyahu and Smotrich and Smotrich and Smotrich The main difference is uh, whether the question whether Bibi today is a leftist, uh, is a right, really right wing or not. And uh, the question of, again, two state solution. Bibi recognized it in some way, even Mm -hmm. now with uh, Trump. And Bennett will never accept it Mm -hmm. because he. Until he's prime minister and then he'll probably. I don't think so. I think because he's religious, he believes, Mm -hmm. really believes. Netanyahu has an historical understanding and a security understanding of the need of Judea and Samaria. Naftali Bennett really believes we have a God-given right. Yeah. That's different, I think. But uh, I- here's the biggest question. Is he in the for BB group or against BB group? So basically, the, question, the answer to that, I think, is simple. He's the for BB group. The, he's not... It's true... That is not in Bibi's pocket. He doesn't say I'm automatically with Bibi, uh, but he is willing to form a coalition with Netanyahu, and now he said he's not willing to form a coalition with Lapid. That's a question: what that, if that is a yeah. promise or not? 
but that makes the problem of, of who can so many promises yeah who will be I able to lead a coalition uh, if not Netanyahu you know I think the problem is it's not that they make promises and they don't keep them they they're up against a really tough issue is that they make a bunch of promises and then they don't know which one to keep because they don't know they contradict which, each other no they right? don't know which promise got them the votes they so, don't know If this promise got them the votes or I, I think we need to pass a law where politicians in campaign in an election are only allowed to make one promise. I think one uh, promise. <laughs> And then they'll know exactly what they, they need to do. They, they should not the draw red lines. They should not. But uh, again, I think and I have an, maybe an, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a popular or unpopular opinion. In the elections, Bibi used to tell that Gantz doesn't have the votes like he does now. He said Gantz doesn't have the votes to form a coalition without the Arab parties. And everyone said that's racist. I also think it's racist, but I also think it's true. Gantz did not have the votes without the Arab parties. And you mean the mandates? The mandates, right. Yeah. He did not have the mandates. So he couldn't form a coalition, and that's why he went with Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. Gantz lied. Benjamin Netanyahu told the truth. And the reason no one listened to them is because the media was so into calling him a racist, they didn't ask for a minute, wait, maybe he's right. Now I'm oversimplifying it. Gantz was asked what will he do with Audi Arab parties, but he didn't have any choice because he um, put himself between too much, too many promises. A rock in a hard place. Yeah. All right. So finally, the, the two big front runners. Okay. Yeshatid. So Yeshatid. And before we say front runners, big, the big problem in these elections, I said there are, there are many big problems, but one of the pre- big problems is you don't have really a big party that goes against Netanyahu. Netanyahu tries to tell us that Yair Lapid is the big candidate uh, confronting him, but there are three possible candidates confronting him, Lapid, Bennett and Saar. The, the, each one of them will need the other one in order to form a coalition, and there's a question, who will give who the mandate to form that government. Basically, now it seems that Lapid gets the biggest, the most mandates out of the anti-Netanyahu uh, group. Which is around. By the way, we didn't say how many Bennett is expected to get. I think now it's about uh, 10. 10, 11. Like and then Yeshatid, what? About 16? 18, 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Something some like say that. he'll pass eventually the 20? the 20. But even if he'll have 20, and Gidon Saar and Bennett will each have 10, it doesn't matter because he needs them in, in order to form a coalition, and we're not sure they will give him the mandate to form it. Bennett said he won't. We don't know. We can strike a deal between Maybe. the three of them. But it's a question. And uh, basically, Yeshatid today represents the center left. Yair Lapid was a media star and he formed Yeshatid as the, uh, what he said was the answer of the middle class to the uh, orthodox parties. Mm-hmm. He tried to say, now we will... Um, Make uh, America great again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will veto every government that wants us in order to form a coalition uh, um, with things that are important to the middle class. That was his promise in 2013. He went with Bibi. Uh, Bibi to his... Uh, Show me the money. Yeah, exactly. Was Bibi, his uh, motto, right? It, like yeah. with Gantz, he didn't go. And in 2014, they split. And since 2015, he's the great uh, opposition to Bibi, not consistently. Also Consist- one of the best politicians in the, in, the, 
in the game. Yes, but I think that since, because he came into, the po- into politics with big anti-Haredi uh, 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 ideology, he did not understand their power, and that's the reason today he is not able to form any government. Yeah, that's his big weakness, yes. essentially. I mean, the, you have a serious problem with these parties that are center-right and... Uh, opposing Bibi, center-right, center-left, is that without Bibi, without the Haredim, and without the Arabs, you can barely vote. Right. You can barely uh, build why, a coalition. Which is why Lapid says now, without hesitation, he will go with the Arabs. Right. He will go with the Arabs. Lapid. Yeah. 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 He says today, for the first time, after he said it's not a possibility, By the way, he lies about it. He said he did say it was a possibility, but he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he says today that he is willing to get their recognition that they will vote for him as prime minister. Uh, but that means he doesn't have Gidon Saar and doesn't have Bennett. Yeah. Again, he's not <laughs> able How to form nice a coalition. Him, with him. How nice of him, though. How nice of him. He's like, I'm willing to accept their recommendation. Yes, but today even I think Lieberman is willing to get their recommendation. Wow. Like, so, yeah. Wow. They should say thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, so, so he gets like 1819 and he has this famous saying that I thought is interesting. He says that uh, eventually um, the next government will be formed at the night after the elections with a phone call between me and Gidon Saar. Really? Yeah, didn't hear that quote? No, yes. But- So that's his quote. A phone call between me and Gidon Saar. Oh, that's a really specific promise. We're talking about promises. It's not yeah. even like I won't go. It's like I will have a phone call. <laughs> On this phone call will be Gidon Saar. And this is how we will form the government. You know what? It reminds me that Bibi said that uh, on the first day of uh, after the election, I think in 2015, the first party, uh, the first... The first one I will call is Miriam Peretz, the mother of the, bo- the two soldiers that uh, died. And the second phone call with B- will be to Naftali Bennett to form a government. He did not call him. <laughs> That's it. Did he call the first? Uh, I hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He did, he did, he did. <laughs> so, okay. So what are the chances of Lapid to become... How You, you got to go? Uh, no, no. I have a deadline? Uh, okay. I simply wanted to see if I... I think we're done. There's no <laughs> other parties. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> no, but do, does he have a chance, Lapid? Lapid? In your opinion. I got no idea. I don't see how he can form a government, but uh, I used to have so many... I used to uh, bet, <laughs> and I no longer do. About, <laughs> like, I used I was to have so, so much listen, money. You can go to I used po- to bet, and now yeah. I'm going back home in, a, you can in, a, go to in the bus. In a public different transport. podcasts that I was interviewed in before <laughs> the first elections, and I said, Bibi is done. I said, Kahol Avan will get the Likud without Bibi, and he's done. And I was sure. And today I seem so stupid. So <laughs> I am, will never do that again Don't uh, that until I will down. do. We I had Olin Ari on the podcast. He made some predictions like a couple of years back yeah, on the podcast. Okay. He really? got them all wrong. Really? Then we had him on a, again. We laughed in his face. He said Joe Biden would win by a landslide. And he, really? and he was right. But you I just got to keep making promises, man. But I got no bet now. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not a, I, don't, I don't know who will... When Lapid got 19 votes, I said, I don't understand anything anymore. When Lapid just got into politics, he got 19 votes. My head exploded. I did not believe that. <laughs> And I said, that's it. I do not understand uh, politics in like, uh, no one understands it. 
But a broken uh, yeah. clock is... Right. Uh, no, but yeah. I don't. I also didn't understand the political... Once I thought that Bibi will be out, then yeah. maybe yeah, I... Yeah, well, many, <laughs> many thoughts. Uh, yeah. And I didn't think because people don't believe him, people will not vote for him. I thought the Likud, the, the members of the Likud will say, okay, we can't form a government without him, then we'll form a government without him. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. And uh, Yeah. All Which right. leads us to, and now it's my disclaimer, I work on the campaign. Of so BB. you're not allowed to talk yeah, at well, all. I'll just chip in from time <laughs> to time. With but, subliminal uh, messages. We get to the biggest party, in the, according to the polls. So Likud, the big right-wing party, our version of the Republican Party, if you want. It's, it's worth mentioning before we start yeah. that... You know, the biggest party next is 19 mandates and the Likud is way up ahead. Like it's leaving dust to all the other parties, which by itself, it's pretty amazing that after everything that happened, still like you have one million people who go and they, they put... Oh, oh. What did I do? I disconnected it. You broke it all. Yeah. You broke it all. No. Oh, yeah. It's this. You with your uh, Likud <laughs> enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Starts drooling yeah. over the so microphone. <laughs> really could, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the one million yeah, people keep voting. They yeah, go it's and crazy it's that one million idiots <laughs> just keep going back. But it doesn't matter if shit. it's the biggest party. It has no value, as we saw with Kaholavan. You yeah. need uh, you need a, to form a coalition. Yeah. And the Likud have the Haredim. That's it. So tell us about the Likud. So the Likud is our biggest right-wing party. It it represents it used to represent a right-wing agenda but today it does represent i think <laughs> netanyahu even the and camera gave up it's <laughs> like this is too, too much, much guys if you need me to i don't know whatever <laughs> so i'll just look if i have no. something horrible and uh, sorry oh there's a crisis oh I'm no only, i only oh, try no. to see if there's no crisis right? okay okay anyway so likud likud bb uh, what, do okay. you, what more do you need to say? Yeah. The name goes before, you know, the reputation goes before him. Yeah. No, but tell us about the Likud. Okay, so the Likud is our right-wing party. It used to represent a right-wing agenda, but today it represents Netanyahu. I'm not saying that Netanyahu is not right-wing. I'm only saying it represents Netanyahu. And there's a question, what part of the Netanyahu's ideology are right-wing and what are just his vision? Because you can say he's right wing because he's he doesn't want a two state solution, but on the or he wants to um, he wants he, the he, he he's for a two state solution, but it basically gives the Palestinian state that doesn't have any real right a, a real uh, state status, but uh, he is willing to divide the country, and that isn't right wing uh, ideology. Uh, you can say he's liberal economically but because he needs the, to form a coalition with the Haredim he doesn't uh, really yeah. forms his uh, liberal ideas uh, regarding the right and since that's my interpretation since his uh, legal problems Bibi is under charge for uh, three um, indictments only one indictment yeah, three, three uh, charges so he's very anti uh, but since the investigations in the police since 2015 he's very anti-judicial branch but and he wasn't like that before to my opinion and uh, today he really wants to do a reform there and there's a question whether it's ideology or personal agenda but the Likud supports him in his uh, war against 
the judicial branch. He's also uh, kind of surrounded himself. One of the criticisms against the decree is he's surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men that yes. are uh, not not quite the uh, princes of old, like the uh, right the Likud of old, which was had these uh, strong characters of ideology. But now it's again, just that's this motley no, crew of uh, that's no nostalgia. Uh, again, I don't like what's happening in the Likud. Yeah. I'm against it, but. I'm not sure it wasn't like that before. Uh, Yuval Steinitz is for tens of years and he was always a yes man. I don't know if Begin didn't have that kind of character. Though today I think Bibi really d made a party uh, who's based on him. Uh, anyway, there's also a big question in Israel today. If you're for Bibi or against Bibi, what does that say about you? Does that say you're right wing or leftist? Or does that say maybe some say that uh, Netanyahu represents... Uh, the lower class of Israel, and I think there is truth in that. Uh, do you vote for Netanyahu or against Netanyahu because of your uh, personal belong? Uh, how you feel sociology? Who you, are you Ashkenazi or Sephardic? <coughs> there are a lot of questions, but I don't think we can get you into know, them. I think like it's it's so true. First of all, that the 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 split is right down that like question of uh, BB or no BB. I don't know if in the states there was ever. The, like in Israel, one of the things that you see on Facebook, like basically half your friends, if you live, live in Israel, are going to have a profile f picture, a frame of your profile picture that says, go. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. it's a cry when I cute to girl, Bibi. When I see, because I worked for all the four campaigns, I see a cute girl sometimes, right, or wherever. I search her on Facebook and then I see she has this go uh, frame I said that, that's it yeah <laughs> really? you cannot date uh... it's a problem <laughs> wow it's a problem really it's a problem it, okay. it, it could be could be depends how extreme but if you're putting on your frame I, I think if anybody if I saw any like any girl with a frame with a political yeah, it's message a turn -off. it's a turn off I'd be like oh, so. you any political also yeah. if it's pro baby oh yeah yeah. Okay. You no, care too much. Come on. You no, care. You have a podcast about things you care about. Yeah, but we talk about it, whatever. But I like. It's not a part of your you're, right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you put those frames, and then you, after a week, two weeks, you put them down, right? You turn them off. But not those people. And uh, those people leave this go, and you need to explain yeah. what, why. So, but anyway, go is basically uh, is go home, BB. Yeah. Is basically, but I don't think I don't think there was ever like one of those for Trump. There was like there's Black Lives Matter, and there's there like stuff that are really? very clearly anti-Trump. But there's no, there wasn't anything that was just like their political message was go home Trump. Maybe, but they do say that uh, Biden won because he's not Trump, not because he's Biden. Yeah, so no, absolutely. A... But I'm just saying it wasn't like as out there as, as this is. It's just out there. It's just like... Also, BB, there's a big criticism. I, to me, it's, it's a big turnoff because... Um, what, what do you mean go? I mean, if if he, you vote against him and he'll lose, um, he'll he'll go. Oh, okay, but it's a slogan. They will. Yeah, I no, don't, I, I never think get it's more. That. I think it's you more. You think it's I an anti-democratic? Like when you, they do protests and against Bibi, the criticism is, who do they think they are? You need to vote him out. No, it's a protest. No, but okay, and that's but a profile. Protests are protests, Facebook. but the message, 
the message that he should just go. Although he was democratically elected, yeah, okay. he should go. I was just making an observation. Okay. Okay? I, I'm yeah. just saying that. They want him out. They there. want him out. They'll try well, to vote him out. So it's vote okay. him out. But they're not out. doing a revolution by putting a profile and picture that says I think go. it's a problem. I think it's a serious go! problem that needs to be addressed. I will vote for whoever promises to outlaw profile picture okay. <laughs> That's a dead I understand okay. to uh, stop uh, uh, freedom of speech. That I yeah, understand. Yeah, you know but what I'm talking go. about. <laughs> like, that's your rebellion. So how, how do we sum this up? You have, this is a whole, I like to our listeners, if you managed to, to make it through. Yes. And without, without like slitting every, your wrist. Every time I speak on, uh, on stuff like this, at the end of the discussion, I said we should have simplified it. We How can you simplify it? It's so fucking messy. We should have talked about it. We didn't even talk <laughs> Let's about Let's do it again. We should have talked about <laughs> the axes and then put the parties on it. Okay. We didn't even talk about... By the way, if you really want to slit your wrists in Israel... Uh, I don't know, remember exactly when, but there's like a mandated time on television where every party gets oh. a commercial. And the <laughs> shit that goes on there... It's amazing. It's actually pretty Because entertaining. I'm going to sneeze. Is that, okay. I'm going to oh my God. This is, oh my God. Yeah, so that could be a commercial for a political party. We're, all, very we're sorry. all vaccinated uh, yeah. here, so yeah. no worries. Thank no, you, but that, that literally could. Some <laughs> of the commercials are I'm less entertaining than that. <laughs> but... <laughs> But the thing about the commercials is we mentioned you besides all those parties, you have like 30 other parties that nobody heard of. Yeah, because and they all get a slot in the commercial spot. Right. In all the big channels. Like and the it's pirate amazing. party. It's amazing. It's amazing. The party. The, yeah, the, the pirate party. And the reason you still have it on TV is because of outdated laws of campaign. But it's amazing. You still have them. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So what do you make? What can, you don't tell who you vote for, I guess. I can say, but... Uh, Nobody's going to go this far into the episode. It's okay. The part, the labor. I will vote. I will probably, I'm not sure. I will probably vote Gans. I am that man. <laughs> <laughs> I am that man. <laughs> It's the first time I'm saying it publicly. Oh my God. We have I a scoop. Am we have man. a scoop. Yes. Do not put You're that on guy. Twitter. You're yeah, the that's guy. Me. There's yeah, a I'm not even <laughs> sure if that's... Uh, PD? It's about Mecha. Protest <laughs> a vote. Protest vote, and I don't know against who that is. Oh, you pity him, though? Yes, so I pity, pity him. But it, no, that's not <laughs> I don't <laughs> vote him out is of it pity. Like, is it like the guy who comes, the homeless guy who comes up to your window, to the um, car yeah, window? Yeah, take my vote. No. <laughs> like, I truly okay, think. What does it mean? <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I think he did his part and that he represents my values. I know it's very hard to hear that, but it's true. He represents me. I was also chief of but staff. He's so. a womanizer. You're yeah. a womanizer. Yeah. We are both <laughs> not womanizers. But he's handsome, that I would say. But... Um, He's a man's man. I think he did in the government what I wanted him to do. I know it's very hard to hear that, but he did exactly what I needed him to do. He did that. Yeah, that, made promises. And then <laughs> he got with Bibi, but because I knew he didn't... I really think he should have went with Bibi because he had no other options. The left forgets that Bibi would have... In, if we had fourth elections, Bibi would have... You have, you like Bibi, it's okay. No, on the contrary, I'm saying Bibi, he didn't have no choice but to go with Bibi. Yes. And that was but okay. But if you were against Bibi, you wouldn't vote I am. Gantz. I don't like Bibi. I don't like him. I'm sorry, I really <laughs> don't like him. But Gantz had no... He had no... Wait, do you... Do you have the profile picture? No, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Even though I uh, say what I vote for, I don't 
see myself as a political like uh, like I should identify yeah, myself but by who I it's vote. It's okay. We're no, I know, I know. This is a I safe space. But the joke it, is <laughs> the joke is that you know they always poll five mandates for guns and the joke goes who are you the people who vote for guns exactly. because nobody knows who they are. I'm not I'm not like it's not like I'm oh of course I'm voting for guns. I'm I'm, I don't believe I'm voting for him, but I actually think he represents me the best, best. way. We respect that. Amen, respect amen. That. Okay, you can't say. I can say. I'm voting for Bennett. I'm just going to put it out there. Probably. Okay. I don't know yet. We, have, we should have full disclosure. Naor has to uh, keep it in secret because he's no a problem. political operative. I, I did not press Naor to say anything yes he should i think he should i'd press him if we had i'll say after the elections no, i'll say after the elections yeah which you know anyway if you're smart enough you can you can understand what that means <laughs> anyway <laughs> no one's listening all to good, this no one's listening to no this. one understood anything i left because i'm uncomfortable <laughs> okay okay you have you are where can people find you you have I have Twitter, but it's basically in Hebrew. Yeah. I have Instagram, but it's basically really boring. And you, you have some sexy photos there. I have some. Se- if you want sexy photos of me with cats. Yes. Or sexy Instagram. photos of cats with, with you. <laughs> yeah. You, also. you also have just cats. If you're interested <laughs> basically in cats and not me, that's your Instagram. Check it out. Go. Um, nice. Other things we should we should uh, recommend that involve you? No, it's in Corona English? time. Yeah, I have nothing under my belt. Okay. <laughs> All right, so guys, check him out, Yoav Rabinovich. Also, check out the other side with Guy Zohar. If it's you speak really, Hebrew, really great. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I have a question. Is I got nothing under my belt? Is an English phrase, or did I just invent it? Uh, I just laughed because I was uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Very strange. Um, nothing under my under belt. My belt me, like Am I talking? Okay, we will discuss <laughs> no. it afterwards. If you <laughs> I will Google it to see if I invented it and whether I need to speak to my therapist it's about it. It's a phrase. It. It's a phrase. It doesn't nothing mean what you think, but it's a phrase. <laughs> I have dreams of me with nothing under my belt. I'm naked and I have nothing under my belt. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So... so. Yes, other than Masai Israel and uh, Yoav's belt, <laughs> there are a few other things we need to mention. Yes. Uh, we are also sponsored by Forward. Check them out, forward.com slash 2NJB. You get a special offer for podcast listeners. The Forward is a great source for news and opinion all through the Jewish lens, forward.com slash 2NJB. Yes, slash 2NJB, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Highly recommended and great price for... For uh, our listeners, our listeners. Yes. Also, Utsheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Check them out for the Israeli perspective on the news and highly recommended content in English. Also, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com because we're global, so Australian Jewish news. AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. And finally, guys, we do this on our free time, so we accept donations. Go to 2NJB.com slash Mate, we did it. You have amazing. You are media moguls. Wow, (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for coming again. Thank you so much for two nice Jewish boys. Bye, guys. Bye.